Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm not an alpha male. I'm not a beta male either. I'm just a better man. Better man. Well, put your happiness first, because if you don't, they won't. What's up, Square Pimper Gabe? Uh, GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution is being podcasted, and I am excited. What's going on, Hal? You ready to rock and roll? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Uh, other than having a tough time keeping these gators down. That's the only it's, problem. It is difficult. Pimping ain't easy. What gets better with practice, though. Um, it's, I'm excited about the show. We got a special guest in the building. We're going to get right to it. Uh L.A.? I came from L.A.? I'm not from L.A. I live in L.A. But oh, you live I, in L.A.? I, yeah, I, I born in Brooklyn, grew up in Florida, live in L.A. Oh, word. Okay, give it up for Akeem Woods, y'all. Give it up for him. Yeah. Yay. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate this. Um, funny dude. Funny dude, dude. I watch you rock. Funny, I funny dude. That, How long you been rocking? Ten years. It'll be 11 in September. Okay. Okay. Any yeah. any 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 good uh, advice? Any advice? Ten year advice that you could give somebody? <laughs> no, I mean just be authentic and be yourself, and never give up, and all that bullshit. That, yeah. yeah, that is that is the podcast in general. It's good, 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 good. What's going on? Um, so uh, originally, you said originally from Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn? I, I was born in Bed Stuy, but I don't oh. claim. Yeah, I don't claim Brooklyn. I literally lived there till I was like four. And okay. Then we, so my people like I'm from Brooklyn. I'm like, no, I was there until I was four, and then yeah. we moved forward. All right, yeah, but cool. those were the hard years, man. Those <laughs> yeah, those four years were wild. <laughs> what year was that when you were like? How old were you? When the ninety. You I was born nineteen ninety. Yeah, so you still got a little hood in you. That nineties in Brooklyn and Best Stop was five. That just was you could get a pension for four years in in Brooklyn. You know? Yeah, I was yeah from ninety to ninety four. I was in Brooklyn. I've seen a lot of rusty 38s with, with electrical tape on the handle in the 90s. So it was a, <laughs> a lot of that going down. The electrical um, tape, was it was it for prints or because the it was wearing down? No, because it was an old, rusty, shitty gun uh, that, it, that had bodies on it. And they would just tape it to keep the handle on it, basically, you know. So keep it from falling apart? Yeah, like what uh, you got, you know, like when you get a shitty car, how the steering wheel starts to fall apart and you wrap uh, it in it. Yeah, it was really. We lost our guest. Holy shit, he disappeared. I just, I just closed the window real quick because I realized it was loud. Yeah, I'm fucking. Just, <laughs> yeah, um, I got a chance to see Akeem. Akeem's a funny dude. Really, please check him out. Um, funny, funny shit. How's it? How's it going in the city? How long you been in the city? I've oh, been you back a- now. Oh no, no. I so I'm I'm on the road a lot. I was on the road. I toured Godfrey a lot. Okay. So after New York, we did Pittsburgh, and then now I'm back in LA. But I'll be back in New York on Friday. Okay. So I'll be there for a week until the until the twenty third, and then I fly to Seattle. Oh, dope, 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 dope. That's dope. And you, how often you do the road? How many how many weeks of the year you do the road? I'm on the road like six months out of the year, almost seven. So a lot. Open? Yeah. Do you headline yourself, or you just usually? Yeah, win? yeah. I, I headline a lot. I feature a lot. I'd say like 
forty percent of my work is with Godfrey, and then the other sixty percent is me, like on the road headlining clubs and stuff. Okay, cool, cool. God, yeah. you know, Godfrey's my boy. That's my dude. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, you know, I've been doing it 20, man, but you watch that motherfucker. He make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. You hear yeah. 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 I've been working with him for almost like almost like four years now. I've known him for like almost five years. I've been working with him for like three or four. And every night is a different hour, it's a different stuff. It's always different. Yeah, yeah. He has this ability. He has this ability to take really small, insignificant moments and blow them up into huge chunks of pieces and just level yeah, the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you did you also see him with the transition, his transition of where he got really put political and stuff like that? Or was he already that when you were, you know, I when, think he might have been already that because like, yeah. like I said, we met like probably four years ago. So I think he was already he was already doing all that when I met him. Yeah. OK, cool, cool. I um. Here's a, it's interesting. I was asking you if you had if you, you know, I know you read the bio of the, of the podcast and stuff, whatnot. And so initially, like this was a really kind of hetero male orientated uh, kind of podcast. And then I and and through the I mean, we've been doing this podcast for about eight, eight years. I'm coming up nine, on nine. We're What's, year nine right now. We're in nine, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's dope. Congrats, man. Yeah, and we've never missed a day. Like fucking nine never years, missed never, never missed a week. We do one a week. But um, what's interesting is um, you know, my perspective. I initially started. You know, we did a radio show with pa- with Patrice called the Black Phillips Show, and this was a the the, the yeah, iteration yeah. of the later I iteration. I listen to that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do. You do listen to Black Phillips. I'm a huge Patrice. Is, Patrice was one of my favorite comics. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. One of my best friends. Um. Let me. So let me. Let, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, the the principles, the principles that he applied in that. I mean, you did listen to the Black Phillips show. You know, there's like 13 yeah, episodes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. have you listened to them over and over again like everybody else? I've listened to him a lot. I haven't listened to him recently, but I I I listen to him a lot. I've heard that. What What are some of the things that stand out? for you in listening, you know, philosophically, even even as a as a gay male, what yeah. how, what how did the you know what what was the translation? I mean, I felt like it wasn't really it he, he was speaking so much about relationships between men and women that I never really felt like it applied to me because I'm not uh-huh. sleeping with women, obviously. Right, right, right. But, and like honestly, there's some things that he said. I'm like, I don't agree with this. But like his, he was so firm in his opinion, yeah. and he didn't waver on it so much. So I'm like, I respect the fuck out of him. Yeah. For, for for not for not backing off on even if the opinion is something that I don't agree with at all, which most right. of the stuff I did agree with. But like even if I was like, well, that's wild. I'm like, well, shit. You backed it up with so many points, and it's so funny that it's yeah. like, well, I guess. What did you? What did you not? To it. What did you not agree with him on? Uh, I see the thing. He had this 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 um he always had this really strong view of of oh I, I mean this is my assumption based on no I no no, no, no that's, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, but he always seemed to have this very like the gender roles are really set in stone. Okay. And like that 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 dominant women like women needed a man to be like you needed women needed to be submissive to a man in order to to get escalated to the next level. Right. And I was, I've always thought that I'm like, ah, I don't know if I 100% agree with that. 
But at the same time, I don't have a dog in that fight because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to have sex with women. So like, You're like I, well, can't, maybe. I can't see that perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what's interesting but about the, that is good. Go well, the more and more like you, you were starting to talk about the philosophies when the show started. Yeah. But the more and more we had different types of guests on the show, whether guests who had different sexual orientation, you know, uh, gay and uh, gay and lesbian and and uh, and even trans guests trans, on the gay, show. Lesbian. Yeah. I, I mean, and we everything discovered in that it applied to everybody in a different capacity, that it was more about the dominant and submissive or really more who's going to lead at some point. Yeah. And it, it applied to everybody. Or, that's what we found recently anyway. Yeah, I, it's a it's a funny thing because we had we had started with these kind of what you're talking about, these really, really strong gender roles. And then every I mean, we I think the first time we did a show was like 2006. So if you think about the, the, the progression that has happened in terms of how we perceive gender roles and the fluidity of gender roles and stuff. But there was like it's it's kind of what you say is like there was always all these points like he would make these points and he would have so much ever, you know, so many points. And it would be funny that you go, well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that to be the case. But what I've done in the in in the interim is to kind of see where they fit. So, you know, like um, like I, you know, people will teach their kids uh, like have their kids te learn chess as yeah. a as a way to con conceptually see strategy and, you know, to think, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that you can learn from philosophically from playing chess. And but most kids just learn how to play chess and they don't learn the application of <laughs> of any yeah. of those things in real life because it just seems so, so um, uh, disconnected. Yeah, disconnected. Great, great word. Um, the. Um, but I've been looking for the connection in that. And what I've found to be the case of what Harry was saying is that in every relationship, there's the dominant and the submissive. The, the, the contrast of that is 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 variable. But yeah. there's always there's always a dominant aspect of do, dominant person in the relationship and always a submissive. There's never this kind of head on equal kind of I'm this I'm that I, I just don't find that to be the case. Do you agree with that or no? No, no. And why not? I don't agree with it. I think it's I think it there's it, it some truth to it, but I think it fluctuates. I don't think it's always the same person, like especially as far as like a gay relationship is. Like, I don't think there's always the same person who's the dominant in the situation or the same person who's the submissive. I think those roles switch constantly in some gay relationship. I mean, are, there, are, there are some gay relationship where it is that. And you can clearly say that this is the, I mean, straight people like to say the man in the relationship. And then this is the, I mean, the both men, but like just for argument's sake, you could see right, right. which more, more masculine was more dominant, whatever. I don't, I don't even mean it in a sense of more masculine. I, I mean, and I find, I find, and I think this is a dynamic in, uh, so I, I, I don't, I guess when I say that, the, what you're taking it as in the gender role, in the, in the, in the gender role, but if you think about any relationship that you're in, there's always a dominant and there's always a submissive, whether it's, you know, it's a friend or it's a great, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, it, there's always that element there. And even though there's in the, inter, it's interchangeable at times, in, you know, situationally, but yeah. I think there's always, I've always found that there's always a dominant and a submissive, even if that dominant and submissive is 
is slight or even if it, yeah, it doesn't it. have to be a 90, 10 percent split. It can yeah. be, you know, something where they're a little bit closer, like a 60, 40 or something. But at some point, somebody else, somebody in the relationship has to take control. There's going to be situations where somebody has to make the decisions or somebody has to grab hold of what's going on and somebody has to defer to somebody else. And yeah, and I would even, I, I would I, even go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I agree. I think I agree with that. I just think it fluctuates more. I mean, I, I'm, I can only speak for gay relationships, but I think it fluctuates. I feel like it fluctuates more when those two men or when there's two women, because then there's no, there's no, there's no like, yeah, there's no standard of it. It's no, almost like, no, like expected. Like for instance, when a man and a woman go on a date, it's expected. Right. It's the norm for the man to pay for the date, open the car door, et cetera, et cetera. Right. 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 But like in a gay relationship, that's not. It's not. It's like we're both dudes or both women. So it's like I think it fluctuates more so because there's no, there's no like you're supposed okay, to be. Okay, so that's that's interesting. How does that work, or how, in your experience anyway, how has that worked for you as far oh, as paying uh, for a my date? My experience is, if the dude, if the dude, if a dude asks me, he's paying. Right. If I ask a dude, I'm paying. Okay. Right. That's how and, I always. Well, done. Here's, what's interesting about that is I still agree with that. Like if yeah. a girl asks me out, she's paying. I agree with that too, but a lot yeah. of dudes, a lot of dudes don't. A lot of dudes are like, I always have to pay. And I'm like, okay, whatever. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, and that's fine if that's what you that's what you think. But the point is, the point is just in the dynamic of that. So I guess I guess what I'm saying is in the dynamics of the practicality of how we perceive gender roles, which I don't even think really, you can't even really apply that anymore. And so this was a dilemma for me initially because we had been doing, you know, we had did the radio show in 2006, but we started the podcast when Harry, 2010, 2012, 11, maybe I think the end of 11 or something, but something in any like event, that, yeah. in any event, what happened is we, we had all of these philosophies and thing. And then when, when gender became more fluid, I was trying to figure out if these things still work and I found them to still work. The difference is not necessarily so, so, you know, like traditionally guys would go, okay, the woman washes the dishes and the guy, it, all these all of that kind of shit went out the window because people kind of fit in where they fit in. But I think overall, the understanding of who is the dominant person always exists in any relationship in in husbands and wives, fathers and mothers, sisters and brothers, friends and family and all that. You always have that element. And I find that when you apply what we would consider these change these principles from gender to male, female, or we change it to dominant and feminine. It still falls true because of what happens is there's always, we all have a different level of insecurity and we, and we have a different level of insecurity in a lot of different things. And so for instance, um, I have a friend of mine, he's married to his wife. He hates to paint. He's not patient. And so she, she does all of the 
all the taping. Like whenever they tape paint something, she does the taping, he does the painting because yeah. he just doesn't. Have, but I mean, I think we fit into these modes based on what we're good at. But ultimately, there is a there is a dominant and a and a feminine aspect of it. One that kind of carries a little more weight than the other. Uh, and I think depending on who the person is, I think that that exists. Would you agree with that or no? No, I agree with that. Okay. All right. So I, 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 what's interesting even about that is that my own kind of, like I had to back up and look at this perspectively because this was a whole world that I didn't really understand. And I had, I had uh, gay male and gay female friends and trans people who would still ask me for help and I wanted to be able to help them to, to so to understand, you know, to be able to take those chess techniques and apply them to these these, you know, relationships to LGBT relationships as well. I had to kind of kind of decipher it and kind of see where things mess meet up. And yeah. so I, I think when you when you do that, you see that they all come true. So you, you find that I find also the, the level of validation um, is has a lot to do with who's dominant, the person that's more confident, the person that more is is more comfortable with who they are. And there's always a difference in that. Never are you going to have a relationship where both people are feel v validated in the same way. Or, and and I agree into certain situations that change, especially as a comic, you deal with rejection and you know i mean like it's i always say being a comic is in, in the insanity of being a comic is that you put yourself open for judgment every time you get on stage every time they go give yeah. it up give it up for akeem you get on stage and now they're judging you and from yeah. joke to i mean if we really think about the insanity of that to pick a profession that you're being judged every moment of your uh, of your of of pursuing your art in every situation is really kind of we're we're out of our minds that, you know, they even put you, you know, to put that put, to put yourself in a situation where you consistently have to do that. Yeah, I agree. Because it's crazy. We're stupid for doing it. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here we are. And, and so but the but you find the relationships in that like I've there is that dominant and that that submissive and is always a situation like you you find the games and stuff and the things that happen and where people find their insecurity like i i remember um we had a um there was a uh a good i wouldn't say he's a good friend harry you know who i'm talking about wayne oh boy <laughs> but, yeah but uh he he you know he, he was an older guy dated a younger a younger dude and and all of a sudden uh this this younger dude started to date he, he he was stepping out on him with an older guy with another guy and yeah. the principles of understanding what the boundaries were um him just understanding what the boundaries are and 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 and, and you know i always say relationships are really simple just if you understand what your non-negotiables are and then never negotiate them yeah the problem being how uh, people are never really honest about what those non-negotiables are, you know? I, th I think, I think, and I might be biased, uh, but I think gay relationships, people, gay dudes in general, I can only speak from my experience. Yeah, yeah. They're more open about what they want because there's, there's a lot of gay relationships that are open. Like, there's a lot of gay men yeah. that are in relationships. I know yeah. 20. 
Because yeah. this is like they're open about like, listen, I want to be with you forever, blah 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 blah. But I but sometimes I want to fuck yeah. Rick. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well you can fuck Rick, but just tell me when you're gonna go fuck Rick. And it's like, I feel like that's a thing that's very common in in gay men relationships. I don't know if that's as common with with straight with a straight no, not at all, not no. at all. I mean, they just go out and cheat on each other, but yeah. <laughs> but it's as common as it is with, with in gay relationships. It's just that people are dishonest about it. Yeah. Um, but what? So here's an interesting question: What makes that not okay? Like in terms of like, what's the boundary of what's not okay? I guess you. I mean, you got to figure. I mean, when when people who have open relationships, they have to figure that out. I saw they probably. I mean, I know some people who are open relationships, like, okay, we can hook up, but I have to be there. Like, if we, if we hook up, you have to be, we, both of us have to be with the fucking this dude or whatever the case may be. Right, right, right. Or some of them say, okay, you can hook up, but you guys can't care, so you can't spend the night. Or you Like, they, everyone, ha- I've heard a slew of different things. Right, right. It's, it's, it's all very ab- arbitrary, and it kind of, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, I've said that about, you know, when, guy, when, when guys, uh, when they're with their girl and they do a threesome, and there's always yeah. this, well, oh, you can't kiss her, or you can't this. And so what happens, so is it, is it, I guess what I'm asking, is it the intimacy, um, in the relationship, that's the no-no, or is it so the physical is kind of well, we fucking it's fine as long as we're fucking and it's 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 yeah. it's pre, it's open game, but but even what you're saying is that's not even even that is is kind of very specific in in terms I, of I think what it is as far as relationship goes, I think if you're if like this is what I what how it's been explained to me. Yeah. You want to be if as far as gay relationship, you want to be number one. So right. you there's certain things that you want to be able to do with your dude that other gay motherfuckers can't do. Right. So whatever you establish, whatever the fuck that is. So if, if your dude is like, okay, only I get to fuck you, but you can fuck everyone else, but I right. no one else to fuck you except for me. Right. That's right. Just, or whatever, whatever they decide on. Or and it could be as simple as like, don't be going to movies and cuddling yeah, up with exactly. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Don't take this motherfucker on dates. Don't, don't right. cuddle with him, whatever. You want to go fuck this dude, you go fuck him, and then you leave and come back here. Like, right. and it works for a lot of people because I know a lot of gay men who are in open relationships and they're very happy with whatever. I mean, they seem happy. I mean, yeah, and yeah it, you know, I, who knows? Exactly. But I think it's just more open, but I think it's just because I think men understand more that sex. The, yeah, the both. Sex and got, love yeah, we got the both. Yeah, right, right. Well, you got you also part of it is also that we got the wolf and we want to fuck like, you know, know, and so it's like, how can I do this? How can I do this and still and still get my dick wet? And so what's what's interesting about that is it's it's almost I, I don't I almost don't think it's as as mature as it is. It's just that like you like you are in a sense, you're saying, look, this is what I want to do. And what makes me feel comfortable about doing this in the context that that I don't feel insecure? And then it could be something as simple as, oh, you oh, you, you went to the movies with this motherfucker? Like what the y'all and y'all shared popcorn with them. So it, yeah. it, but it's, what's interesting about that, that's no different than women like, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a heterosexual relationship. Oh, you know, you'll you'll have women will be like, oh, you fucked up. But then you you hung out. You went on vacation with this bitch. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 as much as we see these things as different. I, I'm even in my own 
thinking and somebody who grew up Brooklyn in the 90s and listening to hip hop and stuff and, and yeah. all that, that the level of that homophobia that was going on. I, I'm, I'm able to see how much it doesn't matter that those principles yeah. are still in place. It's, oh, you cheated on me, but you you love that bitch. Like you, you told that bitch you love you. You know what I'm saying? It becomes these kind of um, sidebars, almost like a, a, a these these parameters that you've crossed but that are very arbitrary and they mean like I've you know plenty of times I've done threesomes where or and where the well don't don't kiss that bitch I don't want you kissing yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, you know yeah. and it's like you, I can eat a pussy and I can get my dick sucked yeah. but I can like it, it's it's so arbitrary yeah it, I mean kissing is intimate and I mean as I, I guess it's like a big isn't but like I've hooked up with dudes <laughs> I've hooked up with dudes and we've done a bunch of gay shit and it's like oh I don't I don't kiss I'm like oh that's fine with me. But then I get it. I'm like, oh, okay, because because that's because for some reason kissing is gayer than sucking dick. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Yeah, oh. right, but it's so arbitrary. I, I, I remember yeah. I was dating this uh, years ago in the fucking late 90s. I was dating this call girl, right? It was this call girl. And she had these clients, the rich clients that was fucking her. And then she yeah. got to the point and she was like, listen, I, I, um, I I only want you to fuck me anally, and I was like, well, she goes, yeah, well, I mean, my pussy is business, but my ass is is yeah. personal, and and you know, I, I I like I was in my twenties, my late twenties, and I was like, whatever, you know, like yeah. you, you you, but this this kind of arbitrary idea of the fact that we take this arbitrary and we put value on this based on whatever the fuck is going on in our head. And, and somehow this yeah. becomes a standard where it's really just you have given this particular act or this particular thing an arbitrary value based on who you are, based on how you were raised and all these other things that come into play. And so somehow kissing is not but this is, which is just yeah, really, it's weird. Yeah, it's absurd. So the uh, you know this this kind of arbitrary level of things and and the fact and and I'm really trying to f you know it's so interesting because it I've always wanted to figure this out on the heterosexual level and now that because gender being fluid in that way I, I want to understand it the same way and so we've had how you, I, I mean we've I had a bunch of like we had a um a good friend a good comic I'll tell you who it is afterwards but um yeah. was um dating this girl and literally she's a lesbian but she was she basically was in the friend zone like this this chick, so this chick was hanging out with her and this and that and the other but there was nothing really she sexual got friend yeah yeah she I got friend zone found and, herself and, in the friend zone and couldn't get out of it yeah and and it was like and this girl was like. And she was really into this girl. And I was saying to her, you know, going back to the idea of these non-negotiables is I said, do you like this girl? She goes, yeah, I really like I really want to have a relationship with her. And then she was like, well, I, I was like, but do you do you. 
is the friendship um, worth not having the relationship? So I, I think you can be in a situation where you like somebody in, so, in such a way that being in the friendship is more painful than not. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and then if and I said, you have to decide what is non-negotiable that you you you're in a situation where you go. Um, yes, I enjoy your friendship, but your and your friendship is a no go if we are not intimately involved or or in some kind of relationship in some sense of way. And I think you decide whether or not that's OK or not. And it's OK that you so so usually what you have is the other party will go uh well oh so oh so you don't want to be my friend if i'm not fucking you and you could go yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly that makes sense yeah i've had situations like that when i was hanging with the dude i'm like i'm like i'm like i don't need more friends i have a lot of friends right 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 i'm not i'm not in a low i'm not in a low i i, I need like so it's, like, it's not stuff it's like and, it, and it's annoying to be around someone that you because then you start liking them more and more and more and then it's like you're still in the friend zone so right. that's more detrimental so it's like nah i'd rather just not talk to you yeah. Then, so it's not it's not even selfish. It's just honest. Well, I mean, and, I think it is. I think it is selfish, but I think there's a, it's a selfishness that you need to ex exercise when yeah. if this is, you know, one of the things that we say on the show is that you always got to put your happiness first, because if you don't, nobody else will. Is it technically will. selfish, you think? Is it oh, technically? I, don't think, I mean, I don't think it is because then because if you then you're just gonna be pining over a motherfucker that you can't have. Right. I don't. That's, I don't necessarily that's detrimental think to your mental health, and it's de it's detrimental to you as a person. So it does. I mean, in a sense, I don't think it's selfish. I think it's more selfish to sit there and try to be friends with this motherfucker, right? Knowing that the whole time you're thinking about you're trying. You well, want I think more. I think that's I dishonest. That's dishonest because you want you want more, and you're you're acting like you don't want more. But I think it is selfish. I just I don't think it's bad to be selfish. I don't think it's bad for you to think that your happiness is important to you. Um, I don't know. I just don't know if it's selfish. maybe it's just putting your preference, having well, preferences what, and it's well, okay is, to have what preferences. What is selfishness? What yeah. is selfishness? I mean, what are we, what are we defining selfishness? Let me see. As? What is the definition of selfishness? Selfishness. Definitely. And I understand that it has a negative connotation. I'm just yeah. saying that negative connotation comes <laughs> from this idea of the fact that you should be generous to a fault where you actually give of yourself in a way that you but go ahead, read, read the concerned, definition. concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure or well-being without regard for others. See, that's the part. I, I don't I don't think that it's without regard for others. I don't, is that the yeah. only definition? Because I don't uh, think two, I go arising from concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disregard of others. Oh, so it is in, in disregard. Yeah, so See, I that's what right. I think it means. I think I selfishness you're right. implies you have to disregard. And I don't think it's selfish. I think it's it's focusing on yourself and what how it affects you. It's not that you want to hurt the other person. In fact, right. it's the opposite. You would right, like right, right. To make the other person happy, but unfortunately, in the circumstances, you can't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, either way, it is standing up for yourself and and setting your own boundaries. I, I don't I don't think it's selfish for my end, but I know. Yeah, what I you mean, mean, I guess though. if you, I guess if you mean selfish in terms of well, the definition, I can't I can't go against the definition. Yeah. The definition says it in excess, in excess of it. But I I, I you know I I don't I really don't have a problem with uh 
deciding what makes me happy and happy and doing what right, makes yeah. me happy and not yeah. doing what you make. Like, I'm not going to live my life for somebody else or for somebody else's happiness. But I always um, found it so bizarre when somebody would be like, well, let's just be friends. And it, and, and I just remember thinking, you don't want to be friends. You're yeah. a liar. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. be. We're not going to be friends after this. It's never happened where right. we're yeah. friends. We don't send each other. We're not going to send each other texts and hang out after this. Yeah, anyone, anyone who says that, oh, right, we, it's cool for just friends. Though, yeah, it's, it's full of, they're full of shit. You're full Cause, of shit. Because like, anyone who's friends with someone, they they always have that motive. You, you, the only reason why you're friends with them is so you can eventually they slip up, and then now you're not friends anymore. Right. Now so you, you're, you're laying in the bushes up. waiting yeah. for them to slip up, so you yeah. can get. So it's this, it's it's disingenuous. It's you have this desire and you're hiding this idea of waiting for somebody to slip to slip in the (laughs) pussy. Like now that they're down, I got you. Now's my time to shine. (laughs) Well, you know, the the thing with that, even if you get that situation, which very rarely, I mean, look, let's be honest, you know, it's very rarely that somebody gets gets a pity fuck. And if you do get a pity fuck, you don't get a you don't get a reprieve. You don't get a repeat on the pity fuck. You can take that one with you and keep it moving because it ain't going to happen again. I mean, unless you knock unless you knock it out of the park and then she's like or he was like, oh, okay, well, maybe this can be something. And even then you got to you got to you know, you might that might rock for a little while. But the but the reason why you don't like this person in the first place is the dynamic of that you just don't like them that much you don't yeah. you don't see them in that way i mean i, I don't you know I, I think that men in general and i think even men with men there's this kind of uh, there's this kind of unwritten understanding that sex like you said the sex is very separate in terms of love and sex is it's yeah. two different things because we, you know you understand that in general i'm sorry i didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off no, no, I was about to say, I think some people just have a hard time realizing that those people have types, men, men women, they have types. Yeah. And it's like people try so hard to like, like, oh, I, I can win them. I can win this guy over. I can win right. this girl. Over. I'm like, if you're not their type, yeah. there's nothing you can do to become their type. I'm sorry. I, I, like you can like you can change your personality you want. But if you're five foot seven and her and her type is is tall, motherfuckers. Yeah, you don't be tall. So like, if that's her type, then yeah, I guess. But I don't know that I've ever been anyone's exact. Yeah, type. I don't. I'm never nobody's type either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, so, I, I mean, some people's types does fluctuate, and you can talk your way into it. But, but a lot of people, sometimes people have a type that's like set in stone. Especially, I mean, maybe it might be gay men because gay men are shallow as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> could, like, stuff, like, yeah, they are. Myself included. Like, there's some other. There's some people like there's like I won't compromise for cer- certain things. I'm like I'm just not gonna have. To, I'm not into that type of. Now thing. is that because I mean it's I'm fascinated by by gay guys versus lesbians because it's a completely different dynamic and it's because it's guys. You know, it's guys yeah. going. It's a guy. Yeah. It's guy. It's another. Even if it's a gay guy, it's a guy going. I want to fuck. I want to fuck. Let's fuck. Yeah. And then you have <laughs> now you have that world with. Uh, the options that women ha- that straight women have, but it's the gay the gay culture where it's like guys wanting to fuck. So you have those options where you could be picky. You can be like, yeah. I'm not fucking well, I mean, anybody. I, who's it's honestly, it gets to the point where like you can fuck as much or as little as you want. Right. You can literally <laughs> turn on grinder and those gay dudes within feet of you. It's like you those, find it's like those Brazilian you want. steakhouses where you could just leave the paddle on yeah. green. 
yeah, as much as you want. Yeah, especially like, if you're in a metropolis, like if you're in a fucking city, yeah. New York, Chicago, Boston, Atlanta, yeah. San Francisco, if you're in a big city, you like can James Brown are living sex. in America. Yeah, you, you can have sex with a different guy every day for months. Yeah, right. Like if you if that's your prerogative. So it's like you can't be picky. You can't have a type because you're because statistically you're going to be someone else's type, too. So it's like it's just yeah. a number. Thing, really, and that's what yeah. straight women get to experience all the time is having the type of height. Like, I don't know, guys, that many guys at all that have a height thing with women. Yeah, yeah like a, a heterosexual rare. man that has a height thing. That like a uh, height thing. No, with I don't we can't afford that. We can't afford well, yeah. to be like, uh, she's five nine. I got yeah, rid of she, 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 She's not at least five nine. I'm not fucking with her. But the but I think that's all that has to do with the options. So it's it's an interesting. That's a really interesting concept that the options alone in gay relationships are create a whole nother dynamic. Of yeah. of 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 because those are options, which is interesting because, you know, like it, the the authenticity of a man in a heterosexual relationship is honestly the thing that makes him most attractive. So and I'm not saying that you got a guy who's, you know, so, out, you know what? I, I even that. Right. I mean, like, even if a woman like, oh, I want to do with a six pack and a yeah. this and a that. I mean, when you when you're an authentic dude who who. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm so glad we, that doesn't appeal to that. Uh, right, that right, I could get right, past right, that because right. I wouldn't be in the fucking running. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, if it was that. Yeah, you know, if it was I, about I having six pack abs and being yeah. in, in great shape, I, I'd be I wouldn't I'd still well, be. That, I think that's the difference. I used to have a joke about this, but I think that's the big difference between men and women is men. I think I think men tend to be I think women are less shallow in the fact that um, you can win them over with the personality. Yeah. Women. Yeah. Like, like you're like you're like it happens all the time. You'll see a bad a badass chick yeah. with a mediocre dude. And it's like, yeah. and he won't, he might not even Why have you money. to talk about like, Jermaine Dupree like that, man. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like fucking J- like Jay-Z and fucking Beyonce. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. J- Beyonce is a bad bitch. Jay-Z looks like he got stung by a bunch of bees. Like, they're not, <laughs> like, they're bunch. not. You couldn't even yeah. say one bee. A, a bunch, bunch of a bees. Whole hive. It's like, he it's not like, J- like, no one thinks Jay-Z's hot. Now he has swag. He's a dope ass rapper. He's, He's yeah. cool dude on the block, but he's not sexy. But he's able to. But he's so cool. When you so say, but when you say rapper. sexy, do you mean you mean aesthetically? He doesn't maintain yeah. that. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. From yeah, a visual standpoint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, man. He's not traditional. He doesn't have abs. He doesn't have the perfect face. He doesn't yeah. have like looks. He's not fucking Denzel. Yeah. But he's so smooth and he has such dope swag that he can pull someone like Beyonce, because. That's just what it is. But like, now you, let me I, ask you this: If 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 Jay was was gay, do you think his swag would be able to pull other men? I think it's a good question, money. right? That is a good question. <laughs> I think I think his I think his money would. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But you don't think that, okay, so I'm going to, I'll tell you something that this is an interesting thing. Um, I don't think his swag would help him as much if he was gay. I don't think as much because I think that you're right. I think men are more shallow, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I, I used to go, Patrice used to throw a barbecue, right? Yeah. And so uh like i was a i was a male stripper for like 10 years right and um and that was kind of my my job before i started doing comedy right um 60 pounds ago in 20 years but that's another thing yeah yeah. uh, uh, i always say when people people always ask when you wait all right motherfucker watch your mouth uh and uh he goes yeah, motherfucker, 60. Absolutely. <laughs> 60 would take it. me around 240, you piece of shit. I, was, I could hold a six pack at 240. Um, no matter what you said, I was just going to repeat it. But the so we used to, Patrice used to have this barbecue. Yeah. And he had this this gay friend of it was actually Vondi Carlos, a friend of Vondi Carlos. He used to come over. So I walk in and sh- and she goes, he goes, you know, Patrice was just loud and obnoxious. He was like, hey, yeah. he tells the dude, oh, what you like? What you well, see what we brought for you. Got you a big light skin nigga, blah, 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 blah. And he goes and the guy goes, no, that's not even my type. Like he yeah. he kind of, you know, so yeah. he was playing along with it, you're saying? No, no, he was he was he was absolutely serious. true, serious that he didn't. He, I was not his type. He had no no. He was like, I don't know. That's not even my thing. Right. Thanks. Yeah. But no, thanks. And and, yeah. and I felt the kind of Akeem, I felt the kind of way about it. You know what I mean? I was like, I mean, everyone gets in that. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, right. if you, don't, you want to be attractive to everyone, and, even if you're not, the, even if you're not, even if you're not even on the team, you still want to be like, well, I I'm not going to lie. There's been a couple of times I walk through the village and I get hit on occasionally. I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. But it does put a <laughs> pep in my step. I'm like, All right. yeah, so, feels nice. so this dude was like, no, nah, no, that's definitely not my thing. And then so, the, you know, the, we, we would barbecue from early and we could night late. And so later on in the night, you know, people started leaving, but it was still a good crowd of people. And me and this dude ended up in a conversation and yeah. He was we were talking and boom. And so like I felt kind of a way because he he I didn't forget that he yeah. said that I wasn't his type. So I was I was I was fucking I was grinding this dude. I was like, yo, blah, 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 blah. I, was, I wasn't out and out hitting on him, but I was showing my wares. My yeah. swag, my this, da 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 da. He would tell me about this. We were sharing, da 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 da. Nobody so, wants to be turned down, even if it's a party you have no intention <laughs> of attending. You and still want to be invited. So at the end of the night, he said, you know, we should exchange numbers and go. And I got nah, I'm not your type. Beat it. Right. So yeah. I, I flipped <laughs> I flipped them. And then I was like, nah, you're going to. But so it was an interesting thing for me, because even that I was like this. If you got this game, if you have this confidence, I think it even works. I mean, for me, it even worked yeah, with a yeah. guy who was like. You're not my type at all. You know, not at all. Yeah. I don't even think of it because I, I think that I think even though, you know, gay men may be a little more shallow. And but at the yeah, root- I think I think here's the main difference that I want to rebuke that I, I 
the saying that you were able to wear him down and eventually he was like, oh, let me get your number. Yeah. That's because you guys were at a setting, like a barbecue where everyone's hanging out, talking or whatever. Sure, sure, but sure. I don't think you would, like, for instance, to be able to have such a long conversation with that dude, you have to be at a setting like this. But I don't think a gay dude's going to go on a date or go or have that long of a conversation with someone who they're not necessarily attracted to. I think women do that all the time. Women will, will be like, okay, he's not that, he's not my type, but maybe he'll take me out to dinner. And then you take her out to dinner and then you talk to her, you and all the, all the smooth shit. And then she's like, oh shit, I fuck with this dude. And then now you you're fucking- a gay guy won't even give you that next step, that possibility I don't think, I don't of think they opening. will. I don't think they'll give well, you that. Uh-huh. Okay, look, first of all, I came uh, a little disrespectful. The conversation wasn't that long. Wasn't that long. I'm just saying, it didn't take me that long to flip him. In fact, maybe t- six, seven minutes. Boom, 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 boom. Was it? But, yeah, yeah. I, but, I, but let's be honest. I, I know me, and I know my. I know what my my strengths are, and I know how to communicate in that subtext, in the subtext yeah. of what's going on. And I knew, and even deep down, I knew that I was. Working, the, I was, I was working this motherfucker just to make sure you. Oh, you, I'm not your type. Let's let's see. So, uh, but what I mean is, I, I, what's interesting about that? I think if we talk about on a real surface level, yeah, it's all surface. But if you really have that, like when you talk about Jay and Jay looking, at, that dude is like if you watch this dude's interviews, if you watch his philosophy and stuff. He's a bad motherfucker. Like he is. I'm not debating that at all. I I couldn't agree more. I 100% agree. And I I don't know if I I mean as much as men are are, like I've I've smashed chicks who I didn't find attractive just because they were so dope. Like they were just just so sweet and you know what I mean. Like just. Yeah, I feel you, but you don't see that relationship. Like it's your it's rare that you'll see some ugly chick who's wiped up by this fine ass dude. Oh, that's like, not that true. Does... I can't wait, think wait, of wait, wait. It's not an ugly ass chick. Wait, wait. You said an ugly ass chick who's not fine <laughs> up with a fine dude? Uh, yeah. Ugly chick wiped up. Like, for instance, if what fucking... about Derek Jackson? She's not that ugly. Dog, she's ugly. homely as shit, she's dog. Plain. She's home. That Derek Jackson is is if on paper, six pack. You know who I'm talking about, Akeem? I don't. I'm gonna look him up now. He, he was on Black Twitter where he was talking on you gotta love your queen I and this. Spe- and, I think he and, spells his name a fucking goofy ass way too. I forget what it was. Jackson. Uh now I gotta look Oh, is this this dude that has like a million followers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. a million followers, and then he got caught out there because he was he was cheating. Like he was he was telling black women, Oh, you gotta, you know, my queen, you gotta treat your women, you gotta be your queen and all this stuff, and come to find out he was oh, perfect example, nigga. He was cheating. So he yeah, he was white. Up with the big bitch, but he was he was big. I'm just assuming I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't see point, yeah. what you mean. You saying what, Harry? That yeah, it, it, he was right, he wasn't even faithful to that one. He was fucking around. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't think it's as common. Like, it's very common that you'll see a busted looking dude with a bad bitch. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And right, it's right. not even on some money shit. It's just like he had that swag and that person. Yeah, he got the swag. Right, 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 right. Well, like, yeah, I remember they did a real you'll see the inverse. They did a poll years ago, like, and who women thought was like the sexiest man on TV. And it was James Gandolfini from The Sopranos <laughs> that they voted the sexiest dude because it's the Gabagoo. They found that his like power and his intensity. Yeah. 
yeah. Really sexy. Yeah. And so that's that. I think that's an advantage that if you if you're good if you like you can get it's you're able to get women by your personality. Like I can't tell you the amount of women that before I came I I can't I've been gay forever, but I came out like five years ago. Uh, when I was now did you, date, did you date women before that or no? No, I knew no, never. You, uh, have you ever, you ever, are you gold star? Yeah, yeah, I've never slept with a woman. Wow, okay, wow. extremely gay, and um. That's what it like, says on his medical records too. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was born. License. He's a, yeah. I used to do that joke. He was born and he was like, ah, "Get off me! Somebody yeah, wipe yeah, me yeah, down." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, but like I would do shows because like women like sense of humor, like funny yeah, people. Yeah. Like I would do shows and women would hit on me after shows all the time. And I mean, like, very attractive women that shouldn't be hitting on me. Right, right, right. And I would just, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm busy, blah, blah, which basically means, motherfucker, I'm gay. I'm going to go watch Gopher <laughs> in my, my hotel room. But I wasn't out at the time, so I just had to be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm tired or whatever excuse I'd make up so I don't have to hang out with these women. But, like, people hit, hit like, all the time. Really? So right. I can't imagine, so, like, that. And so comics, like, if you're funny and you, if you go on stage and you do well and you're not having sex afterwards, yeah. that's your fault. Like, you're yeah. actually not funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's I like would, they throw it at you. Yeah, yeah. I would say this though. Um, the simple fact that you were gay and you weren't interested also entices the fact makes these women more aggressive because no, they're, that's true. That's yeah, true. They're, they're so accustomed to, you know, you know somebody niggas, motherfuckers needs being thirsty. They yeah, yeah. your motherfuckers talk to you. He's like, it's funny. I talk about this all the time. It's like a guy will talk to a woman, even his body language, like he'll the way he squares his shoulders up in front. Like, so you know, we used to, Harry and I used to talk this all the time. I would, yeah. I would always be able to bag some chick up on the, on the, um, he watched me do it I've too. On, do it many, at, a, many times. at a bar and there's watch you doing it sitting on top of a mailbox. I remember that specifically. <laughs> just sit. And just, I would talk over my shoulder. So the yeah. bad chicks and I would lay like, so you da, 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 and she would go. And then after I finished saying what I'm saying, I would look forward. But yeah. you also you also genuinely like you you don't you don't immediately your world doesn't light up when a hot chick walks in the room. You enjoy no. it. You notice it. But some guys like when there's a, a chick in the vicinity of the area, everything shuts down. Like I've watched it happen in green rooms and things where yeah. everybody yeah. Sh the I've whole power shuts down and everyone's focused on this girl. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But then again, I would have done the same shit seven years ago because I didn't know any better. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the what difference. you was going to say. I came. You were going to say you've seen that as well. No, like I've seen that happen before. Like, that's why sometimes women like I like sometimes women will, will talk, will kind of heckle during my like during my show at some point. But it'll just be like, I understand. I'm like, oh, you're not used to not getting an attention because like I have a, I, when I'm on stage, I have a joke where I hit on a dude in the audience and I, I do all this back and forth thing. But it's like sometimes the woman will get in the feelings like, well, why am I not getting attention? And it's like right. that work on me. I couldn't be more not interested in you. Like, right, 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 that, right. So you're so you the you throw you the, the tricks you do on straight men. It's like that does nothing for me. Like there's nothing that you have that I want. So yeah. whatever you're gonna do, whatever you you pouting or you being upset, whatever that's not gonna. Affect no, me. well, all your all your your yeah. your secret powers. It I am immune. I am yeah, immune yeah. to your kryptonite, which is yeah, interesting yeah. because I tell this to dudes all the time. It's it's like guys who are trying to meet girls. Do you if you if you're a straight dude and you treat a woman like like as if a gay man is hitting on you, 
yeah. the, the attract like you, what you you said. They're even more aggressive as yeah. you when you go. I'm I'm no I'm good. Mm, I'm, yeah, you know it becomes so interesting. Right, right. Because yeah. you're because what you're basically so you know I'm, I I talk about this whole thing about the subtext of this. The subtext is that you're not worthy. Yeah, you're going what you have, all of this with the, your eyelashes and this and your booty and all that. Mm, I'm not. It's not but it good is enough. also human nature. It's not just women. To yes, a that, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's it's exactly human nature. I mean, it's a sale. Sometimes they use it as a sales technique. You go 100 sure. limited, 100 items, first 50. And then it creates some type of value where you go, oh, yeah, call, not just it's giving a call this to away. Action. Yeah. yeah. If you're not just giving it away. It must be really good. It must be really important. Yeah, I, I used I was talking I was talking we were talking to Vinnie Brand about this, how in the in the in the early 90s, you would go into comedy clubs and they would have a fishbowl full of condoms. Right. And you could just get a handful of condoms. And because we you could get condoms so free, we used to throw them at each other and blow them up. And just because yeah. they were free, we just didn't have you know, we just, they just didn't have that value. So it's interesting yeah. to me the, the conceptually that you're, you know, it, it, it's so if I if if I'm approached by a woman, I'm assessing her and what her value is. I'm trying to see if she's good enough where most of the time, most women are going. They're going. I'm I, every guy I ever met tells me I'm good enough. Yeah. yeah. You know? Every guy wants to fuck me and treats me and puts me on a pedestal because they all want to fuck me. That's yeah, the was, one the guy who's figured out that you should just do the opposite. Yeah. I don't so, remember this mailbox thing though you got we got uh, you were leaning it was the romanian chick you might have been leaning on it maybe not sitting on top of it no uh, well, i, I remember it. sitting on it i was <laughs> maybe you were you know what yeah, you, yeah, yeah all right you were sitting on it and it was the it was i think you had just done this this comedy lecture or something that somebody asked you to do oh, yeah, these yeah, new yeah. comedians these like young open micers that you did and then you were back. I think this was at uh, the Lantern. Yes. Yeah, it was outside. Okay, the Lantern I remember. I remember. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. yeah. But that just that just talking over your shoulder, the 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 um, the subtext of that body language is uh, my life is forward. You yeah. are just peripheral. Exactly. I got enough to. Just say a little something and then I'm back. This is what's most important to me. And whereas you'll see young dudes, but when they find an attractive woman, they're like, they lean over. The woman doesn't talk loud enough. They lean. What'd you, what'd you say? What'd you say? Yeah. They lean, they're, yeah. they're waiting on her every word. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas I would go like, look, could you speak up? I don't know what you're saying. You got to speak up. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not even in the, even in your positioning, even in your body language, it, I'm not willing to give you even the the body language of of thinking you're that. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I you know, it's not a technique, though. It's yeah. it's kind of a comes from a confidence that I know that my intention is always to bring value to people's lives, friends, family, um, women, men, you know, other comics. I'm always trying to do that anyway. And yeah. being that way, I know that that's what I bring to the table in terms of offer. And so you you got to be worthy of it because I know what I'm and, and the confidence of that, which is kind of that Jay-Z swag. Like yeah. he knows he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. 
And yeah. I, I used, oh, I'm sure he was always like that. Like before he was Jay Z, he was probably still had the same mentality, yeah. which is why he got as successful as he is. Yeah, I just watched this video. I just watched this thing off of Drink Champs where Cameron was talking about the first time he recorded with Jay Z. Um, they put him in the booth. He he sat in the booth for six months, six not six for six minutes. Yeah, just let me hear the beat, listen to the beat, for, and then he spit a record. Just the, from beginning and hooks and everything, just bang, 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 bang. Like you said, he was. Yeah. I never seen a guy do that. And um, we gotta, um, we're gonna go behind the scenes. Can you hang out for a little bit? We're gonna do some listener mail and some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, um, let me. What do you got going on? Anything that you want to plug? And your social media? Uh, what is this? When is this dropping? Uh, uh, two weeks from now. Two weeks. Uh, everything from now. just everything at a next week actually. Com. Next Tuesday. Sorry. Okay, everything at AkeemWoods.com, Instagram, AkeemWoods. Um, we're doing Ontario Improv with Godfrey, August. Uh, I don't even know the dates, but just yeah. all, <laughs> it's on. We're doing Ontario Improv and Cobbs in um, San Francisco. Oh. All the information's on AkeemWoods.com. That has my Instagram, Facebook, and tour dates. Uh, preach, man, dope, dope. Harry, talk to me. Uh, go to all my stuff uh, uh, at Harry Turjanian. Uh, at Harry Turjanian is my social media. And then just check us out on uh, YouTube, the Man School 202 page on YouTube. Uh, again, let me just shout out Andre D. Thompson, all his social media. We don't forget him. He just couldn't make it today. But um, follow him when you get a chance to check out his uh, his podcast. Uh uh, everything, yeah, everything on me is uh, Dante, the Dante Nero. Um, if you want one-on-one consultations, you can hit me at DanteNero.com and book some time with me. Just click on consult. Uh, GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution is being podcasted. I, I mean, I love y'all, man. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Patreon. You, if you support us, then we can keep doing this. And, and, and thank you for letting us be creative. We are out.